Blog Talk Radio. Well, we talked about our mother-in-laws and daughter in 
relationship. Yep, you started talking about, um, you were telling us how awesome um, you raised their son and how you raised them to be sensitive and raised them to be caring. And so I thought, wow, that is awesome. Your daughter-in-law must be really pleased. And you said that you all have an interesting relationship. And you started talking about being a queen the queen bee or something. You know that? I'm, I'm going to certainly do, you know, let, let, let me start off by, by, by saying this. Uh, when there is a son involved, because I don't have a daughter, I can only talk about a son, and he meets the woman of his dreams or his queen, uh, tradition has always been in the black culture or in any culture that the son brings his fiance or his soon-to-be fiance to meet the parents, and they get an opportunity to, you know, ask her questions about her family, about her upbringing, you know, about how she feels about uh, uh, Mary and you know, quote unquote, your son at that time, and uh, you know, what's what's her intentions for him, you know, and for, for the relationship. And that's when you have your your uh, your chance to voice your opinion. Well, I think she's right for you. I I think she's wrong for you. I don't think you all have the same values, which is going to cause a friction in the marriage or the relationship. Now, my my word is not bond. It's just my opinion to him. Okay, but then it it has always been that the fiance wants to have the approval of her fiance's mother, because that is going to be the person, that's his first love. His mother is his first love, his first queen, his first best friend, his first everything. So she's definitely going to want to have the approval of the mother because the mother is passing on her son to her to take care of and look after after she's long gone, and she wants to make sure that his best interest is at heart. She already knows that her best interest is going to be at heart because of the way that she has raised her son. And you said that because of what I told you, how I raised my son. But it doesn't always work out that way. And what happens is the relationship becomes strange because there is uh, a tug of war as to who is who. The tug of war the mama because the mama is already the queen. The tug of war with the daughter-in-law is, no, I'm the queen. I'm his wife. Right. You are absolutely right. You are his queen. I'm the queen. I'm the queen of the family. <laughs> so, can, can I ask a question? Can I ask a quick question that's on my mind? So, so let me ask you this, uh, Diva. Uh, I, I did. You, did you go off by sitting down with her, or first appearance, your first live eyes on her, not a picture, but able to see her walk up? How did you go about? About uh, I don't think she's the one for him. By no, by I, no, I, I, okay. I never, I never, I never thought she wasn't the one for 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 him because. We both met her at the same time. And let me okay. tell you this quick story. We both met her 
at the funeral of one of his best friends. She was an occupant in the car with us, along with some of his other uh, college friends. And they both saw each other, and there was an interest. So they pursued each other and um, to meet her. She was always quiet and, and strictly for him. I had no problem with that because I'm thinking, I'm, my son has found somebody that is all for him like mama is all for him. So I know she is going to take care of mom. Hello? Diva? I think we lost her. I think we lost her for yeah, a second. Once a month. Oh, there so she is. Then we'd, all go, then we'd all go out to eat together once a month. But somewhere along the way, something happened. <laughs> I don't have... I don't know what it was. I have no idea what it was. And the whole thing changed. And I'm like, well, hell, what happened? And um, But then he has always been the one that has tried to work the hardest for us to be close, you know, to be like a real mother and, 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 a, and a real daughter so that we can do things together. But somewhere along the way, I, I, I don't feel like that's what she wants, and I'm okay with that. But you have got to, I think, for relationship with me because he loves me as any son would love his mother to death. So, of course, he's going to want his wife to have a relationship. But we both met her at the same time, and I would love to know what happened because now we're back to not even square one. We're back to trying to build something that we started to work on long before they became engaged. Let, I, I'm going to tell you guys a very interesting, a fun fact about mother-in-laws. Um, I read there was a 26-year-long study, and they found that when a husband was close to his in-laws, the risk of divorce decreased, decreased by 20%. Mm. But Conversely, when the wife was close to her husband's family or her husband's parents, divorce rate, the risk of divorce increased by 20%. What do you guys think about that? Sean, you want to say something about that? Because I got something to say, but I don't want to take the whole conversation. That's a, that's yeah. a good. I mean, that's I. I'm like, wow. You know what I mean? I guess, I guess the. I guess you gotta get it good with the with the mother because the mother be telling the child, you need to divorce him or you need to divorce her. So I guess it's. I guess it's good to get in, get in good with the mama then, and if the grandmama's still living too. <laughs> well, the study says that when a husband, um, when a husband um, takes the time to get into a relationship with the wife the wife's family she feels taken care of but when it's the other way around um the wife starts to feel like when the wife is close to the mother in law and those families the wife starts feeling like uh there's room for the mother in law to uh meddle and be in their business too much so I thought that wow. was really I thought that was really interesting. And this was a 26-year-long study. But you know what? That's interesting 
very interesting because this that that conversation has uh, come to. Um, I know about that conversation where he has been told or made to feel like I am in their business, but honestly, I'm not. He's a grown ass man. He can do what he want to do with, with his wife. Say what he want to say to him. They can cuss each other out. We can be in the car in the same area. If she wants to say something rough to him, I have nothing to say because he's a grown man. If he can't defend himself, what am I going to look like trying to say, don't talk to my son like that? No. If if he lets you talk to him like that, that's his business. I ain't got nothing to do with that. But I can say this, and this is a conversation that, that we have had or that a friend of mine has had. She said that you're right that her son's in-laws treat him like he is a part of their family. They accept him. They, you know, they they flourish him with love. They include him in everything. And I say, well, good. I'm happy for you. But it still wow. does not change the fact that the his mother is not being treated the same way from the wife. So hmm. it's a one-sided thing. That study may be true. There may be a lot more of that. And it, and it might not be that the mother is meddling. It just may be that the son, because he's always had a close relationship with his mother, opinion on something, and he may just be going back to his wife saying, well, you know, I asked my mom what she thought about this and how this is has uh, uh, changed or hasn't changed over the years because she's a certain age and she's known people in her family that have been married and that have dealt with these same issues. So she was just giving me uh, her take on what she has experienced through other marriages in their family. But sometimes the, the daughter-in-law may say that's meddling. That's not her giving her opinion. That's her just giving the opinion of what she has seen witness and her take on a on what you said on a study through through her family you know history but it's all about people's perception well it definitely is about perception and you know a lot of people um they they go well i know a lot of people have quoted robin um just uh, put up there and i thought you know everybody knows that the 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 verse that says this explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife, and the two are united into one. Um, but it doesn't a, say forget about your mother or your family. <laughs> it just said you cling to them. It didn't say nothing about forget about, disrespect, clues. <laughs> I'm just saying. Go right ahead. <laughs> We have a uh, we have a couple of people in the um in the chat room um when I click on and 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 give your name where you're calling from and what is your opinion four oh one hi <laughs> good evening give us your name and uh, my name is my name is Teresa I'm calling from Providence Rhode Island and I I think that a lot of times what can end up happening is that if you have the wrong perspective, that it, it, it will continue to haunt you again and again and again. So I, I feel like if, you, if the mother-in-law can kind of, knowing that 
now that this fiance has a place in her son's life, um, that that you you have to start to do, decrease and allow her to have that place in his life. And whatever role that you could be a part of, you 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 start from there and allow that to grow in your love and in your understanding and in your growing. And it's the mother-in-law's responsibility to really make sure that the daughter-in-law knows that there is no tug of war. There is no threat here. We occupy two different lanes. We occupy two different spaces. I totally, totally agree. That's why, I, you know, I, I was uh, telling some a friend of mine this. I'm his mother love. She is his bedroom love. That's two different kinds of love. <laughs> I'm not trying to compete with that. I just want to have a relationship with her where she understands that I'm, I'm just a mother who loves her son. I'm glad that he found someone that loves him just as much as I do, but in a different way that is willing to take care of him, look out for him. I don't meddle. I don't ask questions. But but for some reason, I maybe it's my perception now, I feel that way because I can't I can't get the conversation that I want. And and that may be me wanting too much of her when it's not me that she wants to give that attention to, that laughter to, that that, that girl bond with. She'd rather be the best friend and do all of those things with my son. But that's okay. But I do feel a yearning from him. He wants his mother and his wife to have that type of relationship. And he has told me this. It might take some time. I just have to be patient, and that's what I'm doing. So so, so mm-hmm. let, me, let me ask this real quick. Does she have a relationship with her mother? What would you say? Does she have a relationship with her mother, you know, is uh, is 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 her uh, mother? Is she good with her mother? Is she, you know, does uh, she have that no. mother daughter bond? No, yeah. not okay. good. Mm-hmm. And that makes that's that interesting. The there it is, right um, there. Well, uh, she's a daddy. She's more of a daddy's girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that makes a lot of sense. And I, I wanted to shout out my my friend who's on the line right now, Teresa. She's my college mm-hmm. friend. We've been friends for a long, long time. And uh, mm-hmm. she she actually um, counsels people as well in in navigate through relational situations. So she has a um, she's a uh, has expertise in this. Have you had a Have you had a mother in law as well? We don't want to get real personal since we're national radio here. <laughs> of course, I had a mother-in-law. Absolutely, I sure did. And um, it's it, it, it is tough when both it's and it sounds it sounds very similar to this woman that's on your line right now because uh, when you have two women that have strong personalities, sometimes it takes a while. It takes years to really navigate that and for you to understand each other and. I think one of the things I would say is um, if you would be willing to maybe take her out and, and try to see where you guys felt 
where where the you know what happened along the way because it sounds like you started off like you said you met her and him together and you had a good relationship but it sounds like you kind of went off track and it may be something that you inadvertently said or did you might not be aware of and she doesn't feel comfortable enough or close enough to you to kind of talk about it so maybe you know taking her out and maybe asking her and maybe getting into that that may open up for some conversation now, I, that's what uh, that's what we are we are trying to work on now, uh, and he is um, and and listen, and I, I love him dearly for trying to be a counselor. You know, he he is the one that is always uh, trying to put something together for the three of us to hang out again. And when we're together, she's very cordial. <laughs> Excuse me, we laugh, we talk, we have a good time, but. It still is not com- it's not comfortable enough for her for her to say, "Mom, uh, you know, um, Mama, Mama, Mama Diva, you know, but, let let's let's go out and have brunch together, or Mama Diva, let's go shopping together." But, but I can't say baby steps. Hey, but don't somebody have to break the uh, ice or something? Mm-hmm. I was going to say that. Mm-hmm. Doesn't somebody have well, to be well, like the? I, I, you know, I'm not saying this is uh, disrespecting you at all, Diva. Somebody got to be the grown I'm up. Saying, Sean, speak your you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Doesn't somebody have to, you know, be the grown up and and step up to the plate instead of somebody waiting on the other to do it? Well, what what, what we've been doing, um, we have been hanging out at least once a month, and we have been having some girl conversation, some girl laughter, uh, even. Um, this past weekend, I invited her to an event uh, that uh, that I was having, and she came without him. And um, mm. we had conversation, and we and we and we did we did have a, a little a little fun uh, uh, time together. And um, I think I think the door is cracking open. Like I said, I think I just have to wait it out, be patient, and let her know that uh, that nothing has changed from the very first time uh, that I met her and that uh, he introduced me to her and told me that this is the one that he wanted to ask to be his wife. Uh, I just want to add this one quick thing, Diva, just to say this, is that what you said about her not really having a close relationship with her mother, this is really foreign to her. So that seems like a real major step that she would come out and be a part of, you know, your event like that. That sounds like a really good step. Mm Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, I, and that, and that maybe the fact that she doesn't she doesn't know how because she's in an yeah. area where she's not not familiar. But she no. does have a wonderful relationship with her daughters. But that may be because she wants to give her daughters what she never really got from her mother. Well, right. I can say I, I can I can speak as a person who didn't have a really close relationship with their mom. I did double, triple, quadruple quadruple time trying to make that relationship with my daughter um, a whole oh. lot different than I, I had with my mother. And because um, like Teresa said, it's a foreign, like I don't, you don't have it. You don't know. There's no um, handbook, you know, when mm-hmm. you haven't had those um, relationships. And so it's, and you don't have a daughter, so you don't have a handbook either. So it's really, right. I think, about giving grace to each other. Um, I, I have okay. a 616-616 caller. Are you there? 
Did you want to say something? 616? No? Okay. I see them in the box. All right. Let's just uh let's take a let's take a break. Um I'm gonna play a song. Uh this song right here is it says it all. Radio show. Um, I'm your host, Letitia Dorsey Begaha, and that was Love, Love, Love um, by the 
infamous Donny Hathaway. Um, I'm going to give you guys a quote that I saw. It says, we accept the love that we think we deserve. We accept the love we think we deserve. Um, Stephen Chbosky, um, he, he quoted that. Uh, we're talking about mother-in-laws, mother-in-loves, and the dynamics between women and their marital relationships. Um, there are five qualities that I read that a good mother-in-law should have. The first quality is she should be considerate. The second quality, she should be comfortable in her own skin. The third quality is she should be a good mother herself. The fourth quality, she should embrace and encourage independence for um, for her son. And number five, she should be a peacemaker. She should be a peacemaker. Uh, I have uh, personally um, an ex-mother-in-law and a current mother-in-law. My ex-mother-in-law was um, very protective of her son, uh, my ex-husband, and I think she embraced a lot of the opinions of the diva, uh, Miss Mary here. I think she felt the same way. Um, we we got along really well at first, and then it took a left, all the way left. So, um, like I say, um, my left wasn't far left. It just was a kind of a she. She was ne- she's never been disrespectful. Um, my son has never even insinuated that she's ever said anything or thought anything of me, uh, but kindly. But it's just that her gestures or her demeanor when we're together. Now, I have been told by someone else who's been married for over 40 years that I may be such a strong woman that she's intimidated by my strength that she doesn't feel like she can ever match the person that I am. Not for her son, but match the person that I am. So she's a little intimidated. But I don't try to be overbearing when I'm with them. I am just myself. And it may be the fact, and, and I may be wrong, but I may be just assuming that this is what it is. My son and I have a mother-son friend relationship a little brother, big sister relationship, and a mentor-mentee relationship. And that may be too much for anybody to, to, to really deal with because how can you laugh and joke with your mama? How can you go out to a, um, a, a, a supper club? I know the child going to die about it. A supper club with your mama. Enjoy a nice band or a DJ uh, have a drink, and then how can you be your son's business partner and, you know, and all those things. So it may be too much wrapped up in one, which may make him seem like a mama's boy. Well, guess what? It's not that he's a mama's boy. He's that boy's mama, and there's a big difference. You know, 
so it, it may be it may be too much to deal with because she doesn't have that kind of relationship with her mama and her mother and I have talked. I see she's uh she's a daddy's girl and I see that uh she has a really cool relationship with her aunts and her uncles. But I think this is too far in the left field for her because it's too far in the left field for some of his friends who I've known for 20 years to see that we have that type of relationship where if he's at an event, they're looking for me to be at the event. And I'm not trying to be young. It's just that I've always been there. When they were in their 20s, I was in my I was in my late thirties, going into my forties, because I'm just eight. I'm eighteen years older than my son, so we always have had that friend kind of relationship. But I can separate it and be mama, and he knows how to separate and be son, and understand that when I say something, I mean something. Now we may be joking right now, we may be having a cocktail right now, but if I say shut it down. It's time to be mom, and it's time for him to be son. So maybe too much, and 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 maybe 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 this is an, uh, one of those relationships that she said, "Wow, there's a whole lot going on." <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm trying to think of a question I wanted to ask, but I can't think of how to ask it. Go ahead, David. It'll come to me. <laughs> Well, see, I had my son when I was I was 17, okay, and he was like a baby doll to me. You know, uh, it was he was just somebody that I always had with me. Like when you're a little girl, you take your baby doll everywhere you go. You know, and that's what he was. He and he has always been like my little doll. So we have a special bond with your doll. You have a special bond with your dog. You know, it's just, it's, it's that, that kind of thing. And and I am willing to, and I have, stepped out of the way. I live right next door to him. I don't even go over there. <laughs> now, I have a key to their, to their place, but they have a key to my place. You know, so... And I just want, I guess my thing tonight is just to say to any mother-in-law and daughter-in-law that's listening, I think I, I want to say to the both of them, be who you are. Allow that other person to be who they are. Don't let somebody else's perception of you define who you are and make you back off. Because in some cases, the daughter-in-law would like it if the mother-in-law would step back, move, get out the way. But you are just forgetting about your child. And your child don't want you to forget about it. He just wants the mother-in-law and the daughter-in-law to be a nice blend and be able to, you know, hang out with each other. Nobody's saying that you, you don't want to eat my food because your mama cooks better than I do, or you think wow. your mama knows everything. Well, yeah, I, I'm, but see, go ahead. I just want—I just said—is it that—is it that he wanting 
it sounds like he wants his mama and he wants a, a marriage. But he wants he's willing to get he's willing to get married, but he don't want his he don't want to he still wants you to be in his life, but he don't know how to to really. He don't know how to leave leave and cleave. Yeah, no, yeah, that's no, the word. No, no, no. no, no. Well, now, see, that's your perception. I can tell you, he has left, and he is cleaving. He don't listen. He don't ask me for nothing. He don't ask my opinion for nothing. He don't help me with nothing. I am, and this is his thing, Mama, you are independent. You have always been independent. I have been here in Florida since I graduated from high school. You have lived in Mississippi up until eight years ago. I know you can take care of you. You know I can take care of me. And I got married, and you moved moved somewhere else. I moved somewhere else. But as a son, I cannot just forget about my mama and just mm-hmm. throw her to the wolves. In some cases, that's what some wives want the son to do. I but don't know. I don't know about that. I, I, I think it's about balance. There, there has to be balance. It's not there one or the other. It's not throwing somebody to the wolves and forgetting about it. But it's also not being so consumed with the relationship that you've had in the past. Your relationship has to grow as your son grows. It has to transform as you both transform. You may have had him at a young age and when you were a teenager, and that was the context of you all's relationship then. But as he has gotten out to be a man, it is time for, for there to be, you know, a different type of relationship now that he has a, a, a new woman in his life. So you, the moms have to, they have to learn how to, how to really put that relationship in its proper place. And if you don't do that, it's going to be like, you're, it's going to be very difficult because the, the woman who's coming, who's in his life now, who is his wife, who is supposed to be, he's supposed to be cleaving to is now feeling like I have to, I have to compete against this, this amazing relationship that these two have, and there should never be a competition. It should not even be mentioned. It should yeah. not even. So why? doesn't even. But why? But why would a daughter-in-law, not my daughter, but just why would a yeah. daughter-in-law feel like she is competing for the man who has asked her to marry him and be in his life? Why? Does she, why would she feel like she has to compete with the mother-in-law when she hasn't? That's. that's I guess that's the part. A lot of mother-in-laws are asking, what makes the wife feel like she has to compete? Is it is it the wife, does the wife feel like she has to compete, or does the mother-in-law give off the energy that makes her feel like she has to compete? Hey, I have a caller. Um, I'm going to 404, a 404 call. Um, I think it's uh, a regular listener. Denise, are you on? I'm still here. Oh no, I was uh calling a caller. We have a caller. Four four nine two four number. Can you hear me? I'm there. Hi. Do you have a you you have something, a comment, a question that you wanna chime in to the group? Hello? Hi, we can hear you. Oh, okay, you can hear me. Hi, this is Denise. So Hey Denise. I will say this. Um 
in my experience, I, I am graced to have a great mother-in-law now. I had a previous mother-in-law, and I wouldn't say that he was a mama's boy, but the expectation of his mother um, was totally different than what I expected as a mother-in-law because for out of a 20-year marriage, 16 of those years, we lived in the home with them. Um, she had Ooh. him at a at a older age, and for the most part, we took care of them. And many times, um, I would say we tried to move out of the home, and we always ended up back because of the expectations that they had on him to help with bills and. She had an expectation of her son to do certain things, so the dynamics of our relationship got rough. The more I grew, um, I just I, I was not the woman who was going to be able to stay in their house because me evolving and growing meant I wanted my own. So, of course, the more I grew, we kind of grew apart. And uh, unfortunately, we ended up in divorce, but the dynamics that I have with my mother-in-law now totally different. Um, we were able to build and connect spiritually above and beyond anything before we, you know, our connection was spiritual. And so we built on that, and, I mean, we just have a great relationship. And What, what, um, would, the you, what would you think? What do you think the difference is between the two mother-in-laws and it, like expectation? Um, what did that? What does that look like? The difference. Um, the expectation is different. She don't expect her son to pay bills. She don't call for help. She offers us more help than anything. Um, and of course, we don't expect that either. But dynamics of it is totally different and again I think a lot of it is our spirituality. She has a, a great spiritual foundation and she's a wife herself that just understand the dynamics of what marriage is. She don't I mean she uh embraces whatever we have and I mean in her own right she's a teacher. She teaches us a lot of stuff. She he helps us to grow in grace, so that's 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 the difference. Okay, all right. Well, you well, you sound like you don't take, you don't take no shit anyway, so I just got to put that out there. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> listen, I mean, you know, hey, no, I, I, hey, I know how to stay in my place. Mm. If I feel like this, if my man submits to God, I don't have no problem with submitting to him. So. That's that's how I move. All right. All right. You still don't take no shit. Go ahead. And I I can still be myself now. I can still be myself too. That's right. That's what I said. You just had that voice. Hey, I ain't taking no shit from mama or son. I love the mother-in-law I have now. I love her dearly. Like she, like that's my girl. We literally talk almost every day. She send me Bible scriptures and stuff every oh, day. Oh wow! Do. 
So, so you went so you went into this relationship with your new mother in law different from your past mother in law, which you you know, what you didn't you know, what you learned out of that you knew how to take into this one? Pretty much. Um, I would say that um I learned a lot in the twenty years, definitely. Um I, I learned some stuff. Um, the new relationship, it was a, its own relationship. I didn't take nothing from the old relationship to build that one. We just, when I met her, we, I was here, she was home. Okay, that's a, that's amazing. Um, I, I see, uh, I have to, my husband is in the chat. Hey, love. <laughs> Hey, what's up, baby? <laughs> Hello. It's Antonio. Hey, Antonio. What's the word? What's good? What's good? What's good? What's, what's good, everybody? Y'all don't like Can y'all hear me? She stopped right. Hello. In the middle. She stopped right in the Yo, middle of a conversation. Word? My husband on the line. <laughs> let me get this. Let me get this real quick. <laughs> nah, I'm just picking with y'all. What's Ooh. going on? Can y'all hear me? No, you, are you in the car or something? You, some somebody's loud. That's that's me. I'm in the back. car. Can you hear me now? Hello? A lot of background noise. It's probably my car. Can, can you hear me now? Yes. You have something to contribute to the mother-in-law I... conversation. We're talking about mother-in-laws versus mother-in-law. I'm just listening and I'm taking in all the uh, the great. Advice and conversation. <laughs> yeah, you make, you uh-huh. making sure you making sure you stand out of the way of that uh, cast iron skillet when you get that door. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just listening. I'm here. I'm here to support you, baby. That's, that's it. That's it. <laughs> All right. I have a caller. Six one six area code. Are you on? Would you like to say something? Give us your name and where you. Where are you calling from? 616? Hi, I'm calling from Grand Rapids. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? What's your name? This is Tamika. Oh, hey. This is my sister. Hey. Um, So I've been married for almost 16 years now. And um, me and my husband, we got together when we were really young. Um. And, well, not that young, but maybe like 20, I was like 24, and um, I believe um, what you say about um, the, the statistics when it says that um, when the man gets along with his in law, the relationship lasts longer or Last whatever. Longer. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and I feel like that. Because that's that's mainly how ours was. Because my parents, um, they didn't try to tell him what to do, and I feel like, and my in laws tried to tell me what to do, and I feel like a lot of mothers, they raise their sons to be their man, mm. um, instead of being somebody else's husband. Mm. Um, mm. That's powerful. They raised, yeah, they raised them to be the men that they wanted, 
or what they want to be, and then it's hard for them to let go when they 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 really don't want that woman. They they don't let that woman be the woman that she needs to be and learn. They wow tell her fool her. That's that's deep. Uh-huh. Um, I I felt that way about my um my former mother in law. Everything was fine until Me we got too. married. And when we got married, then it was she had all kind of distaste for me because I was actually married to her son, and she had a lot of expectations. And so I felt that way. That's that's really deep. And I I think a lot of women um, who marry men with strong mothers, um, a lot of them feel the same way. Can can couldn't this be like a traditional? Gener- I'm not traditional, a generational thing, you know, her mother, her mother, you know what I mean? Ain't it somewhere where somebody has to break the cycle or something? If if I'm saying that right, if not, I apologize. But isn't it seems, it seems like it's some, maybe an ongoing process from... I, I don't disagree. Know. I think some of it could be um, cultural. If your family, if you have a culture of very strong opinionated women um and it's nothing it's nothing wrong with being a strong woman a strong black woman an opinionated person but when you're when you don't understand boundaries uh and and boundaries Mm -hmm. are you know they are different for different people and so what in your family culture if it's okay for your mother to I don't know, walk in the door without knocking or ringing the doorbell and everybody does that at your family but my family might not do that. If you you disrespecting my boundaries by not um, respecting how I was raised and just saying, well, this is just how we do it and this is just what we do, then you run into a lot of problems, a lot of problems because it's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't shouldn't one <laughs> should one warn the other one about how their baba is or how their family is before you. Before you get ready to be great. Yeah, I think it's very important for the wife. I, I, in my in my relationship that I was in, I was married for 22 years, and the rule that I kind of came up, I was having some 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 bumping of heads. I will say with my mother-in-law was, you deal with your family, and I will deal with my family. It's my responsibility to make sure my family sees you properly, and it's your responsibility for you to make sure that your family sees me properly, because that's the family that you came from, and this is the family that I came from. So my family is going to treat you how I teach you, how I teach them how to treat you. So if your rule is you need somebody to ring the doorbell and not show up, well, then that's my responsibility to make sure that my family understands that this is what my partner's boundaries are or this is what my pa- my partner's history is and we have to respect that. So if you if you you're absolutely right. If you don't teach your family or even teach your partner this is how my family operates or this is the reason why they operate that way. All that is all about our communication. To to, to piggyback off of this Antonio speaking by the way, to piggyback off of what you just said, I think it's very important for um for both parties to 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 communicate and come to an understanding that an understanding that um, whatever worked for our relationship might not have 
being the thing that worked for our the previous relationship or parents' relationship. That's okay. Mm-hmm. If we can pick up that and we can move forward and operate in that fashion, that's good. But there has to be say, hey, this is what we're gonna do regarding this and this is how we're gonna operate and nobody's gonna come against that. Otherwise we will allow family members, cousins, nieces, nephews, mothers, fathers to you know, to implement the idea perspective on what they shouldn't have an opportunity to be able to implement their perspective on. So you gotta really find what whatever your core as a marriage, um, you know, as husband, wife, whatever your core idea what how you're gonna move and how you're gonna operate is, you gotta be solid on that. And once you do that then you don't you you know, you don't you don't provide outside perspective or opportunity for a person to be able to influence that. But you gotta be solid in your community what that looks like. Otherwise, you know, you'll be getting information and influence from all types of resources and, and situations. But you gotta first, you know, that communication has to be solid within the lines of what your you know, your that internal unit looks like and what it is. Yeah. That's good. That's good. We're gonna um we're going to take a, another music break. We'll be right back. It says a question of my heart. You got it. It don't belong to anyone but you. Hey, it says a question of my love. You got it. Baby, don't worry. I got plans. And I'm in my late 20s, still never been to a wedding. Cause the idea of that lobby empty, do not sit with me well. It's not your fault, they try to get me. Cause I'ma need to sell, cause I'm self. And I need you to myself. Trying to see you afloat, but don't want to see you sell. Cause I failed. I see you about to cry. Cause when I enter they city, they leave without they pride. I'm sorry. Are you staring at my comments? Fearing it's gonna always be you sharing me with all them. Uh, wrong. How dare I say ignore them? Preparing for that day, I leave you here, it's what you for them. It's hard, you know, temptation and all. Out here trying to see if my relationship's strong. Get a place in the chart, so run away from your heart. Gave this music my all, nothing is sacred no more. I'm wrong. Uh, I'm promising you better, though. Uh, your friends saying let them go. Uh, and we ain't getting any younger. I can give them now, but I can promise you forever, though. That's right. Don't belong to anyone but you. Hey, if that's a question of my love, you got it. Baby, don't worry, I got plans for you. Yeah, baby, I've been making plans. Oh, love, baby, I've been making plans for you. Baby, I. Really should have a role. Really should have a role. Really should have a role. 
Yeah. Uh, you have a new love. I'll admit it. Let me be hypothetical. The day I find a woman, I'll probably be scared to share it. The idea of me finding love would run somebody off. A true my wall could use some plaques, but still I got a flaw. Brush you off. Yeah, I'm kind of lost. Now I'm up in the club with a couple of moves on. From dark, good tr- tr- trouble, heart. Went from falling in love to drunk and falling apart. Heart. Trying to find some time to move on. When we lost our baby, I got Sadie. She got the dark. Sorry. And I thank you, baby. You strong. My ex before you married to you solo. I stay so long. Nah. Good terms, how that ended. But it surely put a dent on how I worry about this business. Off-white picket fences. On flights with the children. On sight, selling kisses. On off nights, my intentions. But, but I plan to do it better, though. But you still saying let it go. We ain't getting any younger women love me now, if but in your eyes you forever lose. Welcome back to BEB Lifestyle Radio Show. I'm your host, Letitia Dorsey-Magaha, and you are listening to the Hilltop Radio Show Network. Um, we are talking about mother-in-laws, mother-in-love, the, the space between um, being respectful as a mother-in-law, as a daughter-in-law, and what that looks like in marriages, how it affects our marriages, how it affects our relationships. Last we had Diva, I think she wanted to, she had a point that she wanted to um, to make. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Uh, to the caller that said that she, she felt like maybe some mothers were raising their sons to be the type of man that she had wanted in her life or would like to have had in her life or the type of husband she would like to have had. I want to make another point by saying this. I also think that there are mothers who are raising their sons and teaching their sons how to treat a woman the way a woman should be treated, how to love, understand, forgive, communicate with a woman the way a woman should be loved and communicate with. I don't think there are that many women who are teaching um, their sons to be the man that they wish they had had. That was, no, no. Mm-hmm. I taught my son how to pull out chairs for, for women, how to uh, open doors for women, how to be sensitive to women's feelings, you know, how to dry tears up how to clean a kitchen, clean a bathroom, you know, be able to grocery shop, you know, be able to set a table, be able to pick a nice restaurant to go to, you know, have conversations. Those are the things that I taught my son. I didn't spend the time teaching him how to be 
the type of man that I wish I had had or that somewhat someone else had had. I just taught him how to be a gentleman. And being a gentleman, every woman, I'm hoping every woman wants a gentleman in her life. It, it's so interesting. That's what brought us to this conversation in the first place because when you <laughs> said that last week, I was like, oh, well, your daughter-in-law must be super excited to have you as a mother-in-law because you did all of those things. And so that's how we even got into this conversation because right, right, right. I just thought that with you teaching him those things, because, yes, I, I agree. Those are things that I enjoy. Um, I would enjoy, you know, I enjoy a man, uh, my husband, doing those things for me. Um, but making it a conflict, I, I don't know. I think the boundary issue, I think it's just a boundary um, situation. Yeah, and, uh, and, 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 and in some issue, in some cases, I do agree with you. I think it is a boundary issue. <clears throat> but in my case, I don't, I don't cross boundaries. I, I don't know what boundaries that, like I say, I don't meddle in their business. I don't know their business. Uh, I'm not over there. I don't live with them. When we go someplace together, we're but just you, riding in the car together. Help, you come said, on, Sean. You were about to say something. You said it's once a month that you guys actually hang out, hang out. That we use. That's how. That's how it started when they were dating. She wanted to make sure that you know we hung out together and got to know each other because my son did tell me. He said it's her ideal for us all to hang together so we can know how we all move together as a team, as a family, you know. And like I said, something may have happened. I don't know what. But maybe, maybe she just came to the realization that she just wanted her husband to herself. I'm okay with that, (laughs) if that's what it was. I have a whole, uh, I have a whole chat full of uh, wives um, that are texting me saying you couldn't have you couldn't have keys to their house. They just they, that's a no. That's a no for a bunch of oh, people. Wow. Like, keys wow. to the house. But, that's but, a no. But but you know what? But but here's the thing about that. <clears throat> the thing about that. Why wouldn't I? I don't go in their house unless they tell me to go in their house. I don't go in their house unless I ask to go in their house. The, the, the key to the house is just in case they need me to do something in the house for them. They get packages. The pack. Listen, if they didn't tell me to go into that house and put those packages in the house, them packages could sit out there and a car could drive by and pick them up. I wouldn't give a That's messed up. Well, I ain't gonna worry about giving you a key to Miles, this. Oh, you're right. You better get you you better give me that key because when that when that when that when that UPS man pull up and put that box out there, I can drag it in the house. Now if you want if you don't want me to help, don't give me no key. What is uh I mean hey. <laughs> I, I just want to throw this out here, uh, Doc. And, and again, uh, I just want to tell you how uh, how this show is. I mean, I'm getting a lot of feedback on my end of people that are listening to the show as well, too. And and this is not only 
a great show. This is an educate. This is an educational show for yeah. for people that haven't been married or getting ready to get married and stuff like that. But yeah. you know, it's always a flip side of everything because you know you're gonna have that one person that says, "And I'm gonna be that person tonight." What does it? What is it? What does the scripture say about that? What does the scripture say about the woman? And the, and we the, already and the, did it. Oh, we already did it. Oh, wow! I messed it. I'm that sorry. That was at the be- Yeah, that was at the beginning. Okay. Okay. Robin put okay. that in the chat. Matthew nineteen oh, five. Oh. Leave and cleave. Okay. The man leaves and cleaves. I'm gonna have to go back right. and read. Okay. Right, and like I said about that, I understand the man leave and cleave. He don't. He he ain't cleaving to me. He ain't getting no milk out of I'm excuse me. He ain't getting no milk from me no more. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't changing no diapers no more. I ain't burping no more. So listen, he has left this 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 shelter. My only thing is, if you need and want my assistance, I am here for you. Now, if you don't want my assistance and don't need my assistance, I'm cool with that because I'm an independent girl. I'm going to always love you. I understand that you have a wife and that's your queen. And that's what I want. That's what I want her to be to you, your queen. But know that if you if you wipe your hands clean, sever them ties. Don't try to be nice to me, or try to ask me to do something for you when you need me, and only when you need me, because you've already made me feel like I'm not a part of. So I oh. have to keep it pushing. There's so much space in between what you're saying. Like you, it's like all or nothing. Like there's no yeah. space well, for any. In, no, it's in not between. all. It's not all. It's not all or nothing. That's what you said. You said I got my wife. You can't have no. You can't. You don't deserve to have a key to my my home. Uh, you you don't need to be helping your mama pay her bills. You don't need to be helping your mama do nothing. Come on now. We don't want you to. We just want. We just trying to be a family. We just trying to be a family. That's all we're trying to be, and that's what I think any good mother-in-law is saying. We're just trying to be a family, and like you all said, we're trying to understand the dynamics of one another, so we can live together in as much harmony as we possibly can. Now, we know there are going to be some times when it ain't going to be hunky-dory, but because we understand, love each other, respect each other, we can get through those rough times. But we have uh, to understand. Go ahead. All right. I have um, a caller, 919 area code. Did you want to give us your name and tell us what do you think about tonight's topic? Um, hello. Hello. Don't be scared, Bonnie. Go ahead. That's my friend, Bonnie. Go on, Bonnie. Don't be scared. Hey, Bonnie. Well, oh, no. Don't be scared. Call uh, on this show because you will, will put you up. Yeah, put you welcome, out there. To, welcome to BE Lifestyle Radio Show. What would you mm-hmm. like to say about this topic? Well, so far you've hit a lot of things. You know, Denise, that uh, are pretty much true. Um, my son is—I uh, raised my son to be pretty much a gentleman's man. He didn't have a whole lot of women in his life. You know, 
He didn't bring a whole lot of women around me. And um, he he thought about his career and things he wanted to do, and then he met someone, and she got married. And me and my daughter-in-law get along just fine. We we have a good time. We, we're not jealous of each other. She's a beautiful young lady. Um, I'm not bad looking either, okay? But um, we get along fine. That's slide that in there, didn't you? Yeah, you know. For all the men out there listening. My son met his wife. He sent me a picture of three women, and she said, he said, Mama, can you tell me which one that I would have told? And I chose the one that he chose. And he said, Mom, how did you know? I said, because she favored me. Mm. And I, I said, you just don't pick any old chick. Um, and and he's been married for, well, I think it's about, what, eight years now? And uh, we, I go visit them all the time. And he's, they, they have a beautiful family. You know, we get along. I don't have any problems with my daughter-in-law. I love her to death. And that's the way it's supposed to be, you know, getting along, enjoying each other's company. She treats me with plenty of respect. I give her plenty of respect. We love each other. I mean, we don't have any problems. So I, I love my daughter-in-law. I don't know about some of the other ones, but. We have a great relationship, so I don't have anything really. That was bad. never it. You never had. You had no friction at all. It's just a smooth sailing the whole eight years. Yes, we have never had an argument or nothing. And uh, matter of fact, my daughter-in-law tell me she said, "You know, you always have something in that pocketbook that I need. I might <laughs> have a hairpin or uh, a ink pen or." I might something have an extra jacket or something. You know, something that she, I, might, she said you always come prepared. Let me ask you a question, and then uh, Sean has a question. Do you know the relationship mm-hmm. that she has with her mother? Oh, they get along just fine. They're, okay. they're good family. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. And, they, and they, when I go visit them, they treat me just like I'm part of the family. You know, they, they love up on me be, like right? I love up on them. Yeah, so it's it's a it's a good thing, and I love it. You know, I know everybody don't have that, but thank God I'm fortunate that I do. I mean, you know, my son just ain't gonna just pick anybody, and she's a beautiful young lady. The family is is great. I have a great time with them. Um, it's 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 a good thing. Do you have a key to their house? Yeah. I'm just joking. No, huh. <laughs> I'm just a, I, I'm harassing the diva. <laughs> I always leave my key when I go. I leave my key. I forget to leave my key with him, but I go visit them. But I don't just stick the key in and go in the door. If I'm coming to visit, what? I'll call and say, "Baby, you home? Are y'all right. busy?" You know, so see, yeah, I have to fly there. It's not like a hop, skip, and a jump. Oh, okay. So so I have to let him know I'm coming. Right. There's but this, I do there. have a room there. But, 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 Bonnie, but you do have a key, right? Uh, but you just yeah, don't. Yeah, I do have a key, but I always need a key there. Right, and, right but, right, but you, you know, got a so. key. But see, that's what I told them. Yeah. I have a key, too, but I don't ever go in unless they want me to go in. Yeah. 
Yeah, because see, I go sometimes and take care of my granddaughter. So I have a key and a car when I get there. So I'm good. They take care of mama. I'm just harassing you, uh, Diva. I'm just harassing you. Sean, you said you had a question. Hey, listen, that's okay. I'm just mad. It's it's something that uh, um, this young lady just said, and it just came to me. Well, okay. She said something very interesting. And I forgot what she said, but I'm just going to piggyback off of it this way. Do some men do some men find look for women that have the same as their mother? Is that true to say? In some of these some of these circumstances with the mother and daughter not getting along, does the son look for the char- characteristics in his mate? That he has I, with I'm his gonna mother. Tell you, I'm going to tell you what I, I think, think about that. Some men um, probably do, but I don't think my son was particularly looking for someone like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, you know, because I told him I was going to pray him up a wife because I got tired of my baby. I got tired of going back home and, and he had a look on his face. I like, Lord, my baby's so sad. I got to pray him up a wife. And, and I prayed him up a wife, honey, and it was a good wife. So I don't, not necessarily, I don't think, I think, you know, we like, we're so much alike in so many senses that uh, we know we have our, our choices. So some men do, some men don't. I, I think it's a, um, from a subconscious standpoint, a perspective, I think um, both males and females in a lot of scenarios and situations end up choosing partners or mates that resemble and have a lot of um, qualifications and characteristics that are very specific um, to our parents. And we don't realize it until we become very aware of what's going on. Awareness is everything. But I think a lot of it is subconscious. We don't know that, but we're drawn to a lot of those scenarios and situations that are very much reminiscent of what we've been privy to in our child. Um, you know, upbringing my childhood. I do. Okay. I'm glad there's another man on here with me tonight. I don't feel left out. <laughs> and I have to agree exactly with what he just said because my daughter-in-law is strong just like I am. She's independent just like I am. She has her own opinion, her own way of thinking. She's not going to take no crap. And she, I mean, we are alike in a lot of ways. And maybe, just maybe, she, she, maybe she doesn't like some of those characteristics in herself. Maybe that's why there's a friction between us. Because if I can tell you, if I, if I, if we stood toe to toe and had had to swing hard at something to show our love for him. I'm willing to bet all the money that I have that we would swing just as hard for him because we go just as hard for him in the same way. We are two strong individuals that are there to support not just him, but our family if, we, if, we, if we're supporting them. So I think, I, for me, I think there are a lot of things that are, that are similar between her and I. Right. I really do. Mhm. Yeah, yeah, 
And, and a lot of times, it, Yo, you know, that is Yo, singer-songwriter Antonio Magaha, and you are now tuned in to B Radio. Peace. Mm-hmm. What you say, oh, Bonnie? Yeah. I think a lot, like you said, some, some of them do, and then sometimes when they do have a conflict, they pretty, the, the, the mother or the daughter-in-law pretty much know what path to cross. You know, I don't want to cross her right. that way. You know, I might say something to her later or something like that. But, and that's a good thing. But, uh, you know, my, I'm, I'm a good person. My daughter-in-law is a good person. I mean, we might have our moments, you know, but we never had a bad moment or anything. We never said anything out of the way to each other. We never disrespected I, each other. I don't so, think, like, I don't think that there should be any, like, where would the bad moments come from if everyone is right. in, in their lane? If everybody's in right, their lane, right. there shouldn't be uh, any reason. Every If everyone's respectful right. and everybody is playing the role that they're assigned to, then there shouldn't be any conflicts. Where would the conflicts come from? But, but, but here's one... I'm sorry. So, you got some women that think their son's supposed to take care of them, even when they get married. Now I know uh, uh, a friend of mine does, and every time the mom wants something, the son kind of react to it, and the wife get upset. You know, she like she gonna speak out on it now. She said, "You know, you need to find you a job because that's not your man no more. That's my man." Does she have Does she have someone? Is she married or have a? She's a, married. Yeah, she's married. And the mother, what does her husband uh, say. So he's so quiet. He, well, you know, I'm just trying to help my mom out. Well, you can't. You can't continue. That's what your mama keep doing. Every time you look up, your mama wants something. Your mama <laughs> need to go to work. You supposed to be taking care of me. <laughs> she's not your wife. We won now. Your mama is number two. No, you know, and then you have some women out here to do. I never thought, I I would never ever think that, because you got to know what lane you ride in, and you got to know what lane not to get in. Right. So, you know, it's just just that simple. You got to have respect for that person and treat them right. So. Well, I'll be I'll be moving out your lane. You can believe that. <laughs> But you know what? I don't care from nobody. I, I, I'm an equal person. I want to be treated nice. I want to be right. treated the way you're supposed to treat me, and I'm going to treat you the way you're supposed to treat me. Sometimes Hold on a sec. It's a lot of people that's trying to um, to speak. Um, I think Denise was trying to say something. Yes, I'm here. I'm going to piggyback on a couple of things I heard, and then I'm going to add something that because of dynamics. So, mm-hmm. so I'm going to piggyback on the fact of my ex-mother-in-law, she was the kind of mother that mother that felt like her son should still take care of her, um, mm-hmm. and he did. I didn't get angry, but it caused, it caused me to suffer yeah, in cause some problems. ways because, because mm-hmm. there was a boundary being crossed, and then you taking care of stuff over right. here at Mama's house, and then our house going undone. And even mm-hmm. though I was the breadwinner, it put me in a position where 
a lot of responsibility fell on me where, okay, now what you going to do? So that was, that was an issue because that boundary always constantly got crossed. And then for me, it's like your mama just using you. Right. Mm-hmm. Just because, and I felt like because, because she, she knew she can do it. who I was yeah. and what I had, then she based her wanting stuff on what I had because mm. me being a business person, an entrepreneur, and she seeing what I got going on, she based that, and then whatever her son had, she felt like it had to go to her because I could handle my mm-hmm. own. And that was kind right. of some boundaries being crossed. It was unfair treatment. And at that point, it's like, hey, I feel like now your mama using us. Because she know what I got going on over here. But then I'm going to throw this piece in there. And I'm going to talk about my mother as a mother-in-law. My mama is nosy. So I had to let my new dude know, <laughs> hey, my mama is nosy. She likes to be in the business. She want to know what's going on. And I have, to, I have to constantly train her and set boundaries. And the reason why I'm, I'm bringing this up is because recently she had some health scares, and he was like, baby, we need to move your mama here. She needs to come live with us. So now she resides with us. And in my previous marriage, whenever she would come to visit, she was the kind of mama. She don't knock on no door. She, she'll bust in, and me and him both oh had handling our oh business. No. And we were Bye. so used to not having people in the house with us, so we wouldn't lock doors. And we forgot she was there one day, and we getting down, and she just busting the door. <laughs> hey, I came to get some, I came to get some toilet paper. And oh, no. he's doing his Mm-mm. thing, and I'm like, Mama. and she's Mm-mm. still walking through, going to get what she wants, oh, no. ain't care what wow. we was doing. No, yeah. so, no. so moving forward now in this relationship, no ma'am, said, you don't know, no ma'am, you don't know what you're asking, you don't know what you're asking. My mama is nosy, but you know she she has gotten better, and you know she they have a great relationship. My ex-husband and her had a great relationship, and the, my guy now, they have a great relationship. But yeah. I have to set boundaries, and I have to constantly train her, hey, I got this. I'm good. You know, so you're, you we set, got it. So we, you're setting the tone for your mother. Yeah, I have, I have to set the tone for my mom because, like I said, she's in the house with us. And so... You know, even with him, he's learning the dynamics because now he's getting to know. You you learn a person when you live with them. It's one thing to know a person when they live 500 miles away because my mom lived in New Orleans and we were here in Atlanta and we would go to visit and we would stay at her house and he knew her in that light, how she moved in her own house. But to come in our house, it's a whole big shift. So he's learning a whole nother person that lives with us now every day versus the person we used to visit or the person that used to visit us. This is a daily thing now. So, you know, we constantly have to set boundaries and have conversations. And sometimes I think people don't, people tread lightly when they should have a conversation or they need a boundary. Sometimes they're like, oh, I don't want to hurt their feelings. So, because even with us, there was a little, he would be like, he'll talk to me about stuff and he'll be like, well, babe, you know, this or that or whatever. And I'd be like, okay, I'll have a conversation with her. And he, and he had been, one day he had this premonition and he's like, no, I feel like I need to talk to her because, you know, you're her daughter and, 
she might take it a different way. And so, you know, every once in a while when we would have conversations about stuff, we would see a little pushback where she would get a little attitude here and there. And we literally have to fast and pray about some of this stuff. And God will literally fix it because we watch it before our eyes, like on a daily basis, where some stuff we just have to leave well enough alone and say, God, you're going to have to work this part out. Work well, it out I, us, work it out, and show us how to move because sometimes it's just you got to pray about certain stuff. And we, even in that, we're still learning each other and learning how to, you know, be patient with people and have grace with people because, you know, everybody comes from different backgrounds. They've been raised, and my mama said in her ways, this lady's 67 years old, so she she been doing her thing for a minute. And, you know, even in that, you know, after we have conversations, we have to allow grace for her to adjust as well because she left her whole home in Louisiana. She left all her friends. So it's a a bunch of things that we have to deal with in this dynamic. And I just wanted to shed light on that part as far as my mother as a mother-in-law. And I'm going to also say this about father-in-laws. Because we didn't say much about father-in-laws, but I wanted to just kind of throw that in. My ex-father-in-law, he was very biblical. He did he did not move without having a scripture to move however he moved. And he was a very meek and gentle person. And he was just that yes man to his wife. So everything she said went. It, it didn't matter. So when it came down to his sons and how they were raised, they were used to being the yes man to their mother because they, that's what they watched their father do. And, Wait a minute. The father so, would always say yes, ma'am, to, to the wife? Yeah, he was the yes, whatever his wife wanted. So was, I got a, yes, so I got sure, a question about sure, I, So sure. That's interesting to me because you said he was a scripture person but yeah he wasn't he was he did stuff biblically and he was very biblically sound when he handled other people but when it came to his wife that was his weakness everything Mm. she wanted everything went her way who ruled that kind who ruled that that, um relationship so she just yeah she just said it and if the son so when it came down to her son's it was what it was. And me being a biblically sound person, you know, as I was growing in Christ and I started seeing this stuff and having conversations with my ex-husband and I'm like, hey, this ain't right. This ain't, look, 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 you're supposed to be taking care of this over here, not that over there. Your mama got a husband, your daddy there. And, you know, and so those conversations started to get to be too much for him because it's like, well, you know, and then... You start just handling stuff behind my back, and then our stuff go unhandled. And so, like I said, you know, it kind of made us grow apart a little bit because we we weren't on the same page, and so we just grew well, apart. I wanted to. I'm going to say that when it comes to so, we assume that people know what to do, and so because he had been conditioned, because it's a conditioning, he been he been yep. conditioned that this was the right way that this was the way, and so you come in and you're saying, no, it's this way, which is still another woman telling a man something that a man 
I, maybe only a man can tell a man or teach a man. And this was part of our conversation last week because we were talking about men raising raising boys and the difference between a man telling a a a, um, a, a boy something and a woman. And even though we can raise, we can raise, we can be single parents. I was a single parent to a daughter. I think we we don't want to accept that there are things that are missing when we are raising children uh, in single parent households. There are things that you just can't. There are things that I just can't give a boy. I just can't. Amen. Yep. Take you back. Take back on that. Um, you are absolutely right. I totally agree with that. So my baby, the one I'm with now, my husband is my soon to be husband. We have been in a three and a half year relationship. And what I will say is in that dynamic, the first three years of our relationship, I watched him sow into our relationship by sowing into my seventh well, my 18-year-old son now that's now in the green. But when he moved in the home with us, he literally sold into our relationship by sewing into him. I had a 15-year-old here that was coming home with all F that I thought couldn't learn, and I'm paying for summer school and online courses to just keep him up in school. And he sold so much his life to where – he graduated with honors, A's and B's. I mean, he spent time with him. He prayed with him. Whatever it took, he put his time there with him his last three years of high school. And I saw a whole 360, and he made a decision and decided he wanted to be a U.S. Marine. He'll be graduating October the 13th and from boot camp. And so that congratulations. Wow, congratulations. That for me was major because I had a young man here that I did not know how to tell him how to go after what he wanted in life as a man because I'm a I'm a woman and my ex husband decided he didn't want to do that. He didn't want to be that for him and he left him here with me and it was what it was. And I, I think I communicated with him one time about him, and he said, well, I reach out to him. He said that to me, so that means he won't be bothered with me. And I'm like, he's a child, and you make promises, and he feels abandoned. So if you're going to sow into that, well, you're going to have to figure some things out. You can't tell him you're going to do something and then don't show up and don't do it. And my thing is have integrity. If you can't do it, let him know you can't do it. Well, that's, that's, all, another all, so, uh, <laughs> that's another show. That's another show. So, Sean, we, we, we have, have a show. We have a show coming. with everything. And, again, like I said, even the dynamics of that, when you say, you know, in a single-parent home, you can't, if it's a male child, you can't give them everything. But what I did teach him was how to respect the woman. I taught him how to cook. I taught him how to be able to say, hey, if you get a woman and she gets sick, you need to know how to be able to take care of her. If you take her as a wife, you need to, in sickness and in health, you need to know how to be able to take care of her, which means you might have to get in the kitchen and cook. You might have to, whatever it takes, 
until she gets better. So the, I, I did teach him some things, but I didn't teach him those things for him to take care of me. I taught him those things for him to know how to treat another woman. So, uh, Sean, as you, you said, mm-hmm. that's a show. It is a show that we're going to be, uh, Antonio, um, we have invited some 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 gentlemen for an upcoming show, and the show is going to be called Dads and Disappointment. So mm. you guys look forward to um, in the next couple of weeks, the dads and disappointments on uh, B Lifestyle Radio Show. We're gonna take we're gonna take a few minutes, uh, take a pause, and listen to this music. Loud extra. Steady losing bounce And my back was against the wall My back was against the wall When life discouraged me You encouraged me Help me keep my peace Promise you wouldn't let me
Welcome back to the Lifestyle Radio Show. This is your host, Letitia Dorsey-Magaha. Um, I'm so glad that uh, we had such a wonderful show. Sean, do you, um, have you had a mother-in-law? No. No, no mother-in-law, girlfriend, no close girlfriend? Well, I had girl girlfriends more than one. <laughs> um, yeah, um, real quick, I'm not to jump off subject. I got people that are texting me wanting to know who was who sang the song. Let them know who sang the song. So oh, I, yeah. I totally missed that. That was Antonio Magaha singing Ride or Die. You can actually go on to his website, www.tonyosmusic.com, and download that for free. That's that's a freebie right there if you really like that jam. Antonio Magaha. But no, I haven't. I haven't had. I haven't. Um, no mother-in-law yet. Yeah. yeah. You, there's hope. You 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 holding out hope. There's hope. There's hope for the right one. Yeah, for okay. the right one. Yeah. I yeah. see. Uh, one of the uh, hilltop all-star Benita's been on. Hey, Benita. Hi, Leticia. How you doing, girl? I'm good. I. Boom. I did you have anything that you wanted to add? Do you have a mother, a mother, uh, in law? Um, no, my mother in law has passed, but oh, I will sorry. say this: um, my my husband, he he was so in love with his mom, you know, and I it, it was it would be I mean there's nothing I would do to you know um, come between that relationship. Nothing in the world, you know. Um, she unfortunately she didn't have a husband um, during this time, but I do know that he would do anything for his mom as well as he would do anything for me. But um, yeah, I I I, don't, I wouldn't dare try to come before her, you know, and vice versa. I, I he know he you can dare come between my come before my mom. Or my dad, because one thing I I, I do, real, I feel like in this world, um, mates can be replaced. There's even a such thing as divorce. You cannot divorce your parents. You cannot yeah. divorce them. You know, um, they're gonna they're gonna die. Your parents. You know, man teach women cheat. Um, they are loyal, faithful, and more than just one, more than ways of cheating. Like there are other things that they can do to you black, that black men don't cheat. A lie, that's a lie. But um, <laughs> oh no, yeah. let's, not, let's not do that. We're not, gonna, we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that tonight. We're not gonna do that tonight. <laughs> I mean, even even when even when you're gone. And the relationship is over, the marriage is over, you know, you still have mom. Pray that you still have mom and dad, you know, because my mom is gone as well. And, man, if she was here, he he definitely know, you know. Um, and nobody comes. Hey, you ain't coming before my mom and my dad. It's just not because they can't be replaced. I feel like if they can be replaced... They don't go last. I mean, they don't go first. They just don't. And I feel like the mates should understand that as well as my kids. Like, you're not going to come before my kids. Even, even they be like, oh, the kids are going to grow up and, and, and put you last, and they're going to go that subway, blah, 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 blah. Hey, look, 
ain't nobody coming before my kids. This, 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 I created those. This, so that's, all, that's, a, that's another, that's another whole show right there because there's a debate there. <laughs> but if yeah. If someone had to, uh, if there was, if someone had to be saved, you or your kids, I, I had a, a, some friends who they had five kids and the husband would always say, if it, if I had to save my wife or my kids, I'm saving my wife. The wife will get no, angry. I'm, save my kids. Said, I'm saving my kids and I'm not saving you. I'm right. saving my kids. So it, right. it, it, it's up in the air. That's that's up in the air. No, nah, it's not up in the air. Well, it's not really? up in the air. Well, you know why I'm gonna save my kids? <laughs> because I because I I I've lived longer than them. I'm gonna give them a chance. You know what I'm saying? It's I'm gonna give my kids a chance. Live. Man, oh. I, I I'm gonna save my kids. Oh, you the woke before I say me, I'm gonna save my kids. You the woke Benita. The woke Benita. Benita's woke up. You, you, Benita, you got me over here. You got me down in Florida shouting, girl, because I agree with you a hundred percent. You can't divorce me. That's why I told him if you don't want me to have a key to your house. I'll give you the little key back, but don't ask me to do nothing for you if you say I can't go in your little stank of house. <laughs> oh, see? Oh. Now, that's the no. thing. I don't have a key to at least one of my kids' house, but they both my kids have a key to my house, you know? Exactly. That's crazy. But neither girl, I don't have a key to their house, but they have a key to my house, you know? I mean, I'm cool with it. I'm cool because I ain't going to do shit. I mean, nothing. I ain't going to do nothing. But when I'm off on my little vacation trips or whatever, y'all go check on my house. (laughs) You know, put my mail in the house. I don't want a key to my kid's house. I don't have one. I don't have one. But they have one. Mm-hmm. 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 Y'all, That's okay. Y'all gonna y'all gonna make me walk next door to my son and ask him what he to get on the phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh that was now nah, that now nah, that would be and go ahead and call him. Let's pass yeah. him. Yeah. We have more minutes. Yeah, I want to hear. I want to hear some. I want to hear some. I want to hear some. Some men and actually going through it. Yeah, get yeah. your son on the phone. Get matter of hey, fact, get the son and hey, his hey, 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 daughter-in-law hey, hey, hey. on hey, here. Y'all can be asking, y'all, y'all can be asking, of course, y'all Becky's on the bed. Let me go look and see. It's dark, and he may be asleep. Look at her, she peeped out the window. She peeped out the window. I know I can't live in the door of my kids. No, I would not want to do that. Um, the, the, um, Letitia, Letitia, um, I'm sorry, uh, they want to know, the young lady from Rhode Island, they want to know uh, her social media, how they can get in touch with her. That's what they're asking me. Teresa? Oh, oh, my, uh, my Instagram is Teresa T. Good, G-O-O-D-E with the E on the end. And my Facebook is Pastor Teresa. Pastor Teresa Good, you can find me both places. Well, she a, she a pastor. I'm on here cussing. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> you don't have to apologize to me. I'm just as human as you are. <laughs> no need at all. <laughs> at all. Mm-mm. 
Sean, <laughs> if you had if you had a mother in law, how close would you want to be to your mother in law? I would want to be real close. I would want to be close. Uh, I would want to be close to her because I would want to get to know her, know her ways, just pick up on some things by talking to her. I mean, you can pick up a lot on, you know, you can pick up on their ways, you know, what what ticks them off, you know what I mean? I would I would have sit down and have a conversation with her, tell her what I'm what I'm coming for and what I don't need as a man. Mm-hmm. Sean, let's get married, and you can meet my mother. You can be, she can be your mother-in-law. I don't know, cause <laughs> you are you are bullied on this plan. <laughs> I think it's really interesting that we're talking about it because, of course, we're talking about it from the perspective of mothers who have sons, and I think it's a really different. It's a different kind of thing when you are a mother-in-law of a daughter, you know, with a daughter-in-law versus being a mother-in-law and you have a son-in-law. Because I, I think it, it tends, you know, because you are the same sex, you, I know, like for me, I come from a very large family. So I have five brothers and I have two sisters. So my mom has, all five of my brothers are married. So my mother has five daughter-in-laws and she has three daughters. Mm. And her relationship with us, it's very different than her relationship with her son's wife. It's, it's not the same because we are her natural children. And there's certain things that my mother would say to me because that's my mama, that she would never say to one of my brother's wives. She would never even think to say that because she understands that, you know, it's a different type of relationship. That's not my daughter. And depending upon, you know, the type of relationship that the daughter-in-laws have with their mothers, you know, with the, the daughter-in-laws have with their own mothers, will kind of really, it does really de- determine a lot of the time. Like you had the caller earlier who said, you know, she was a mother-in-law and she said that she had such a great relationship with her daughter-in-law. And when Letitia asked her what was the daughter-in-law's relationship like with her mother, she had a beautiful relationship. So I think it, it just, it can be very, a, a very interesting dynamic. Mm-hmm. But do you have my, to, my mother? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, uh, Diva, real quick. But do you have to? Do you have to bend over backwards to get the approval from that mother-in-law or father-in-law just to fit in? If 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 I'm if I'm saying that right, do you have to bend over backwards just to fit in? You shouldn't or, have to. You shouldn't have to. I don't. I don't I don't feel like you should have to. You shouldn't have to. You should be able to be yourself, be who you are, and you should you should be able to just be free to be yourself, and they get to know you for you. But, see, that would be uh, dependent upon that family's culture because if that family's mm-hmm. culture was um, transparent and real, then the then they're going to welcome you in as a transparent person, as a real person, as who you are. But then we have families that are not transparent. We have families that are very fake. We have families that um, only want to present uh, an outside look, and they're not real on the inside. So those kind of families tend to hate you. Mm-hmm. That's true. And when you wow. have to be ha- hazed into the family, that's, that's a, that doesn't – Make for um, pleasant relationships. Yeah, because my my brother, boy, I used to get pissed off with my brother when he be up there trying to fit in and you know and be 
crying and everything. I'm like, man, you crying to fit in? You don't need to be married then if you got to cry to fit in. I I was get pissed off. I was like, man, don't invite me over there for nothing else because I made it and slapped her father. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I well, can't. I, uh, the in-law in situation is very serious. If you Google in-law situations, divorce lawyers have plenty of information because it it it, it can lead to divorce, honestly. Um, the in-laws, the uncomfortability, if the parents are, um, again, like if families are hazing, if people are minding their business, it's just a really it, – it can lead to divorce, and it shouldn't, but it doesn't. Uh, y'all, getting ready, y'all getting ready to make me about background check the mama, too. <laughs> <laughs> what? <clears throat> Well, it's very known they, that that people think that you don't marry, you only marry the person, but you you marry their whole, you really do marry the whole exactly. family. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody's getting a background check. <laughs> uh, you might want to do that well, anyway. With Sean, with Sean, yeah. when we get married, you don't have to get a background check. You just call my mama; she'll give it all to you straight up. Nobody gets a pass mm-hmm. with her. The children, the in-laws, the the son-in-laws, the, the any everybody gets the same thing. <laughs> what well, and what is is that? You're, you have a strong-willed mom. Ooh. My mama left my daddy when I was in the seventh grade, and I'm 65. So my mama raised basically six girls by herself. Worked, taught herself how to drive. Uh, Taught herself how to drive without a driver's license. Went to drove her car that she taught herself how to drive to the driver's license office to get her own driver's license. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. So, and my my mama is as strong as it comes, and there's nothing that gets past her. Whether you're right, mm-hmm. whether you're wrong, everybody gets the same thing. If the girls are wrong with the husband. They get told. Now you know you were wrong, and the 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 men get told this: if you're not gonna treat her right, send her back home. Mm-hmm. Because if you do so, now, now listen. That's my another show. Told, yeah, yeah. My <laughs> mama has told every one of my sister's husband: if you do something to her, I will go to jail for it. Your mom said that because I'm gonna hurt you. <laughs> I would spend the rest of my life in jail if you do something to her. So before you do something to her, you need to send her back home. Did they take anybody take that advice up? Oh hell yeah! What, what did they did they send them back home? No, they treated them right because <laughs> they didn't want to have to deal with Nettie. <laughs> I, everybody, my mom and my daddy. Yeah, everybody, everybody got quiet on that one. one. <laughs> That's like quiet because it's like so, so. Crickets. So. <laughs> yeah, my mom. My mom is ninety. She don't. She still don't take no mess. Oh wow. Yeah. Hats off to your mom. Where uh, Where does she Where does she live? She lives in Mississippi. Okay. She still drives. She still drives. What? 
We need to have mom. We need to have your mom on the show. That's that's we we gonna have to come back and have your mother on the show. Get some of this nice. That would be a treat. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well we'll set that up. We have to get some of this ninety-year-old wisdom. Yeah, she's still driving. That's oof. That's amazing. (laughs) Well, I want to say I want to thank everyone um, who's called to the show, who's listened to the show. Thank you all. We are rounding out to to the end. You have been listening to B Lifestyle Radio. I am Letitia Dorsey Magaha, your host. We have Sean, DJ Sean, then my co-host and Diva. Would you guys like to give out your information? So if anyone wants to follow you online, go ahead. Um, Sean, you start with you. The quickest and easiest is Google the Hilltop Radio Show, and that'll give you everything about me. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, I enjoyed it. Mary, Miss Diva, Diva's in. You, you want to give a little? You can follow. Yeah. You can catch me here on Hilltop Radio Tuesday through Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central. You will absolutely adore the music that I play. I play the best Southern Soul Blues. I have the Love Report. Uh, I keep you up to date with uh, what's going on in the world of uh, movies, new album releases. And you can also follow me on my Facebook page, The Divas Den, Denise the Diva Brooks. That's my radio name, but everyone just calls me Diva. Denise the Diva Brooks, and you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok, Diva1039. Benita. You can find me on Facebook at Benita Applebaum on Instagram at The Real Benita Applebaum. Google me, Benita Applebaum. And on all music platforms, please go check out my music. Yeah, um, right here on the Hilltop Radio Show. Boom. Boom, girl. I was waiting. Boom. For you. I need an apple bump. Boom. Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> where can we where, where can we find you, sir? Um, Instagram at Tonio's Music or on my website at www.tonio'smusic.com. And right. anybody out there, anybody out there, I just got to jump in real quick. Anybody out there, man, this brother needs it. This brother needs a deal. ASAP. ASAP. <laughs> Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Hey, I'll Let's see. Go. <laughs> Denise, I'll are you still on? Mm-hmm. I'm here, dear. You want to tell people what, where, where they can reach you and what you do? I can be reached at Inc. Management 9 on my Instagram page, or you can look me up, Facebook, Kingdom Events Management Inc. I am a chef. Um, We have a full-service catering company, and we can also be reached at 404-924-5469. Oh, okay. I remember her. She was on one of the, one of our shows a while back. Yep, she yeah. catered our uh, reception. Amazing, the the most amazing the food. Yeah, 
Yeah, I remember her. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anybody else on our line who wants to shout out their business before we close the show out? Oh. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I do. Um, I do converses. And my name is uh, X Royster Bonnie on Facebook. And a couple more things you see it on the page. Hey, what do you do? Con- converses? Mm-hmm. What I do, do converses. I make she fans and I make out. cakes. Oh, blings out converse. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, she says, shoe. okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Any any type of shoe. Okay. Yeah, any type right. of shoe. Uh, hats. Um, I make cakes and I. Um, Make fans. I do. I'm kind of jack of all trades. So if you come knock on the door and say, uh, "Do you do this?" Pretty much. Do so. it all. Where all right you now, you, you're leaving your door open for for people to come knock on it. Now you make sure you ask them the right thing. <laughs> trust, me, trust me, they better be asking the right thing because uh, this is kind of going to be waiting on them. <laughs> What um where are you located? What are you what city are you in? I'm in Durham, North Carolina. Okay, North Carolina. She's down, she down the street from me. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you had So where you live at? Charlotte. Oh yeah. You're like maybe like 2 or 3 hours. Mhm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you all for joining our show tonight and we are you have been listening to the Lifestyle Radio at on the Hilltop Radio Show. We'll see you next Wednesday for another exciting episode. Good mm-hmm. night. Good, Good night. night. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I got some honey, some chocolate dripping kisses.